Good morning. Today we'll be studying uh, the second and third chapters of Hechot Tzitzit. Right now we'll be studying the second chapter. And this chapter deals with the topic of Techelet, uh, the bluish dye that uh, is prescribed for us to wear. And just a little bit of background in regards to the Techelet. The Techelet was, uh, it's a bluish dye, as I mentioned, and was something uh, pretty common in the ancient world. And for a very long time, the Jewish people and the non-Jewish people as well would, all, would use Tehillit to color their garments. And, at, and during the time of the Romans, uh, they issued um, laws that only royalty can wear Tehillit colored garments. And, <clears throat> and it seems to be that this, these edicts and laws drove the Jewish Tehillit industry uh, totally underground and the Tehillit was lost for some time and only recently in the past 100 or 120 years or so uh, has there been a an attempt to rediscover the Tehillit and Baruch Hashem today there uh, there have been many many demonstrations that we have found the Tehillit if anyone wants to look a little bit deeper into it uh, they can go on techelet.com, a website uh, that is by the organization of Petil Techelet, who have done uh, numerous tests, uh, both chemical tests and tests to try and match the sources. Uh, and it seems to be that they have found the Techelet. And the Techelet is a snail found on the Mediterranean coast. In, it can be found in the south of Lebanon in the north of Israel area. And it's called the Murex trunculus. <laughs> when we say techet anywhere in the Torah, in reference to tzitzit, also in reference to the Mishkan, also for the Big Day Kehuna, it is a wool that is dyed in a light shade of blue. And it's the shade of blue that is in the sky when the sky is clear of clouds. And the in regard reference to tzitzit, it needs to be dyed in the dye that in the color that everyone knows in that colored blue, and that it must retain its beautiful color uh, no matter the circumstances. So, it, one of the conditions of techelet, as you see clearly here, is that it can't change color, change the um, in the the shade of blue can't really change, and it's true. One of the signs and the way they tested the Tehillet that they found uh, in the Murex trunculus is the fact that it doesn't change over time. And any wool that was not dyed with this specific dye and color is invalid for the use of Tzitzit. Despite the fact that it might be the same color as the sky, that blue, that shade of blue, for example, if it was 
dyed with a different shade of blue called Isatis or with other um, colors. How is it pasula tzitzit? It is invalid for use of tzitzit. Additionally, the hair and wool of the kid of a goat is not considered wool for the purposes of tzitzit and it is invalid for use of tzitzit. How is the wool of the tzitzit dyed? Of that bluish shade that we mentioned. We take the wool and we leave it to soak in lime to clean it. And after that, we wash the wool so that it will be clean. And it is boiled in some type of solution with alum just like the people who deal with colors and dyes do, in order for it to take the color of the tichelet. <clears throat> and after that, we take the blood of the hilazon, which is, again, the murex trunculus, which is a sea creature, I mean, obviously, fish here does not, uh, dog here does not mean fish, rather it means a sea creature, as the Hilazon Haramba mentions is a type of snail, Should that its, that its color is a type of, that its color is the type of shade of the ocean, and its blood is a darkish color, and it's found in the Mediterranean Sea. And when it says Yam HaMelach, it's not referring to Yam HaMelach that we know today, the Dead Sea. Rather, it's referring to the Mediterranean Sea because there aren't any animals or creatures in the Dead Sea. And in Arabic, Yam HaMelach is also in regards to the Mediterranean Sea. And we take the blood of the Hilazon and put it in a cauldron. And in the cauldron, we also put potash and other items, just like the those who deal with dyes and colors do. And everything in that cauldron is boiled and we take the wool and put it inside and leave it there until it takes the color of the light blue. And this is how we make the techelet of tzitzit on the wool. The techelet of the tzitzit needs to be, the wool of the techelet of the tzitzit needs to be dyed for the purposes of tzitzit, and if it was not dyed for the purposes of tzitzit, it is invalid for use. Similar to the way that we need uh, tanning for the purposes of Sefer Torah and Tefillin. <clears throat> and the cauldron that contains in it the color of the, of the techelet and the solution that we mentioned, if a person 
used it to color on wool, to dye it with wool, in order to check if the color came out came out properly, the entire cauldron is invalid for use. Why? Because it was not specifically designated for tzitzit. And here he's using it to check the color of the tzitzit. Rather, how should one check if the color, uh, is, if the wool will take the color? So first, one should take a little bit of color from the cauldron, put it in a smaller vessel, put a little bit of wool that he wants to check in that vessel. After you take some of the color in the little vest in the smaller vessel, put wool inside. One should burn the wool and burn the uh, and and spill out the uh, the smaller vessel that he checked because everything, all the color in that vessel is now unfit for use because he used it to check and not for the sake of tzitzit. And one may use the wool in the original cauldron to uh, to dye the rest of the wool <clears throat> because whatever was left in the rest of the cauldron was for the use of tzitzit and what he put in the smaller vessel is now is now spilled and improper for use because he used it to check the color of the tichelet the Tichelet is only taken from an expert who's reliable and knows uh, the dyes. Because we suspect that it may have not been dyed for the specific use of Tzitzit. And despite the fact that it may have been that one may have taken the Tzitzit from a reliable expert, if the techelet was in the wool of the techelet, the wool with the techelet on it was checked, and it became known that the wool that he used was not dyed properly with the right techelet, rather it was dyed with a different, darker type of dye that isn't permanent, it is invalid for the use of tzitzit. Now, Hanabam and this halacha will tell us exactly how one may check check the techelet. And again, in the Petil Techelet uh, Center in Israel, they have done these uh, these checks on the on the murex trunculus, and it seems to be um, what the species that Hanabam is referring to. Halacha How may one check if the if the techelet in the wool of the techelet was dyed properly according to halakha or not. We take straw and snail slime from a snail and urine that was left for 40 days and the techelet is soaked in it for 24 hours. If the techelet Maintain if the wool maintained the same shade of blue of the techele that was dyed with, it is um, kosher 
for the use of tzitzit. Ve'im kahat, lokhin batzek shelisorin shemeapeshin otal lemuriyas. If it did change the shade of the color, it became lighter. We take um, barley dough that was left um, to become uh, a type. It was left stale in order to be used for a type of fish sauce. We take a blue thread, thread from the wool that the shade was changed that the shade was changed the shade of it was changed after we soaked it in that solution that we mentioned and we put it inside the loaf of a bread and we bake that bread uh, for and we break rather the dough until it becomes bread and we take after it is finished being baked we take out the thread of wool that we put inside the dough and we look at it and we check it. If the dye and shade of blue became lighter, it is pasul. If it became darker than what it was before we baked it, it is fit for the use of tzitzit. The courtyard that techelet was sold in it. And the people were under the assumption that and we assume, and we don't have a reason to suspect that these sellers um, are selling fake techelet. Or <clears throat> one is permitted to simply take and buy techelet from them, and one does not need to check the techelet. And it is presumed to be fit for use at tzitzit until we have reasons to, to suspect otherwise. One who leaves his techelet at a goy, with a goy, we, as, we assume and we say that the techelet and wool that he left with the goy is invalid for use of tzitzit as the goy may have switched it. However, if it was given to a goy in a vessel, and it was sealed twice, a seal within a seal, it is fit for use of tzitzit. However, if it was only sealed once, it is pasul. One who finds techelet in the shuk. Now notice the difference between hatser and shuk. The hatser is a courtyard, the shuk is the public market. Even if one found that the only one of the of the fringes of tzitzit was cut off, it is pasul. However, if they were twined, it is kasher. However, if one takes <coughs> a garment with tzitzit from the shuk, if it was bought from a Jew, it is, we presume that it is Fit for use of tzitzit. Min goy. However, if it was taken from from a goy, min hatagar keshira. Min hahediot pesula. If it was taken from a merchant that was a goy, it is fit for use. And if it was taken from a regular goy, who is not a merchant, it is not fit for use. As tzitzit that a goy made are 
invalid for use of TC, as we mentioned before. Halachahet. Talichi kula aduma o yeruka o mishe'ar tzivonim, a garment that was fully red or green or colored another color other than white. We take the white fringes that we said one has to use as white, but we dye them the color of the garment itself. If, it, if the garment was green, the fringes should be green. If the garment was red or a brownish color, one must make the fringes as that color. Red or gold or brown. Hayata kula techelet. If the entire garment was techelet, ose lavan shela mishar tiv onim. Hutz mina shahor. Mipeneshu nir akat nir e katechelet. If the entire garment was techelet, the fringes may be taken from any color except for a darker color. Remember, resembles the techelet. And we take one um, string that is techelet color, color that is dyed in the color of techelet, and we wind it around the other fringes, as we have mentioned to do so with other, with all of the other um, shades and garments, and as we mentioned in halacha aleph. The winding around in the chuliot process. Final halacha halachatet. Kashe onesh mishe eno maniach lavan yater me onesh mishe lo heniach techelet. A person who doesn't put on lavan on his fringes, on on the fringes of his garment, his punishment is more severe than one who does not put techelet. Lefishe halavan matzui lakol, metzui lakol. As the white and other uh, shades. Are are commonly found, but the techelet is not commonly found, and it was more expensive back in the day. As it is not common in every place or at every point in time in history, we had, as I mentioned before, big chunks of time that the techelet was not commonly found on the account of the die in the specifications of the Hidlazon that we mentioned uh, before uh, in this previous chapter. Rizad Hashem will be studying the third chapter momentarily. <laughs>